Blog Talk Radio. no fantasy, no careless product of wild imagination. No, my good friends, these indictments I brought you today, specific charges listed herein against the individuals, their acts of treason, their ultimate aim of sedition. These are matters of undeniable fact. I ask you now to pronounce judgment on those accused. On this, this mindless aberration, whose only means of expression are wanton violence and destruction. Once trusted by this council, charged with maintaining the defense of the planet itself, chief architect of this intended revolution and author of this insidious plot to establish a new order amongst us, with himself as absolute ruler. You have heard the evidence. The decision of the council will now be heard. Guilty. Guilty. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today, restoring our republic. And uh, we've invited uh, a few people here to come on. And I know they always get confused between the 8 p.m. Eastern time and the Central time, and people get confused between the time zones and whatnot. But, you know, if, if, I, if we get confused that easily, then how the hell confused are you going to be in the battlefield? I mean, you know, it's no wonder why we can't organize and get anything straight anymore. But uh, the main topic here basically right now is going to be tonight, so I'm going to be covering I'm just going to go into a little bit of the uh, – the, uh, uh, the arrest here, the uh, impending arrest of Donald Trump, where Donald Trump now has called for uh, nationwide protests and to take our country back. Take our country back. That's what he said. That was your leader, your president of your corporate de facto machine. He said, take your country back. Now, I'm not advocating violence here. But what does that mean? What does the Constitution say? What does the rule of law say? If you're going to be kidnapped and snatched up because you're obeying the Constitution or if you're – because, I mean, if corruption is in your face, I mean, what, what, what is the rule of law here? What do you do as an American? Should that even be a question? What did the founders do? How was this country created? What has happened throughout the history of this country? What have we seen conflicts? How have we overcome them so far? 
does anyone know? Is anyone willing to come out and say anything? We're all scared. And she's, yeah, yeah, he's going to kick down my door and take me away. You know, if this is the way we have to live, then it's just a big game. I mean, shame on us. Shame on us. I mean, and, and I, I tell people, it just, it sickens me. It sickens me. It really does. I want, you know, it just sickens me. But there's glimmers of hope out there. Uh, you know, tiny bits of hope in small pockets of the country out there. Uh, one was where, where uh, they, I, I posted on my social media about a, a sheriff that was arrested uh, and his deputies for kidnapping. So, uh, you know, it, it, uh, somebody sent me a link on that, that story there. Good old boys. Uh, sheriff was arrested. For kid- and if you read the insides of the story, they, it was they, they could be arrested for kidnapping. And that's what they did to me. They kidnapped me. They kidnapped a lot of people around the country. Kidnapped a friend of mine up in Connecticut. Uh, uh, went, went into his house. You know, the guy was on – I'm not going to give out any names here, but the guy was on uh, parole or probation. Excuse me. He was on probation. I had a probation officer. A probation officer went into his house and t- took a Lego out of his house, a Lego, a Lego, you know, confiscated a Lego. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. We backed ourselves into a corner of so many rules and regulations, and and there's just no, you just can't follow them. It's impossible, impossible. So, but we're talking mainly about the Donald Trump here, impending arrest of Donald Trump, and that's what that is coming our coming supposedly. So, play a two, two minute news feed on that, and then anybody wants to talk about this and figure it because Donald Trump's calling for a nationwide protest. And the, the militia chat lines and all these patriot groups and uh, the chatters going crazy. Oh, we're going to take our country back. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? So let's just play this one here real quick. Administration, I have to ask you about the news of the day. The news that former President Trump has posted on Truth Social uh, just this morning that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday and is also calling for protests, telling his supporters to, quote, take our nation back. Your thoughts? Well, just, just to explain, if he's about to be arrested, it almost certainly means he's going to be indicted first. He's going to be required to come in and surrender himself to answer to the indictment. So it's not some random decision. Uh, I strongly believe in a, in a free society there's got to be one rule of law for everybody. Uh, I think that's clear. I don't know how you make that judgment uh, when you're talking about a case involving somebody paying hush money to a prostitute or a stripper. I, I only know one person who's ever done that. I worked for him. It's a, it's a kind of strange uh, situation. But I'll say this. However guilty Trump may be, and having very much in mind the one rule of law for everybody, if they indict and fail to convict in New York, uh, I think historians would look back and say, that is the act that reelected Donald Trump president. So I hope those prosecutors in New York are very, very certain of their case. Well, I've opined here that in the the four buckets that I perceive where he faces legal peril, uh, this is, in my opinion, the weakest of them. And I have to believe that there's a risk here of this taint might not be the the right word, but tainting the prosecutions that theoretically could follow. Uh, He's got a right to vigorously defend himself against this and any other charges that might flow. What I don't like is him calling for protests because, to me, it's reminiscent of January 6th. Well, I, I think this is a, an important issue. My, my own view on January the 6th is it was not an insurrection. It was a riot. It was one of the saddest days in American history, but it was not an attempted coup because I didn't think Donald Trump had the wits to uh, to conduct a coup. 
But now, having seen the history, if he's calling people into the streets, this time he's seen the experience of January the 6th, and I think this is potentially very dangerous. So, again, people, law enforcement in New York obviously has to be concerned with the safety of the citizens of New York. But if something happens in this that allows Trump to uh, make it into a campaign issue, uh, it, it's going to be very serious. I know, I know this must be uh, galling to many people. But keep your eye on the ball is what I'd say. If you don't want Donald Trump to be elected president again, for God's sakes, be careful how you act. I get your point. I mean, I, I think I, and I think he risks surrendering the argument that this is a seven year old sex case when if, in fact, it should lead to protest. Hey, I, I like to respond to social media in real time. Catherine, put something on the screen so that the ambassador and I can, can answer it together. Uh, I'll read it aloud, ambassador. And he's calling for his minions to protest, says Gina. He was careful with his wording this time. He'll be out before his fingerprint ink can dry. Your thought? Well, he'll be out of the surrender exercise on Tuesday, almost certainly. I mean, you go in, he's going to get his mugshot taken. That'll that'll be interesting. Uh, and he'll be back in some safe location. We'll, we'll see what happens here. We'll see how many people are willing to turn out for him. It may turn out to be a bust. But, but I don't think law enforcement ought to do anything that gives him an excuse to say he's the most persecuted man in the world. All right, all right, all right. You know, they got to put their little spin on it. January 6th was the saddest day in America. No, January 6th, I think, was one of the greatest days in America. Yes, it was. I love that day, January 6th. Yes, I do. But, yeah, you know, I think it was – why was it a sickening day? Why? It wasn't a riot. It wasn't a riot. It was American patriots standing up for what is right. Where does it say in the First Amendment how we're supposed to protest? Where does it say it? You know, first of all, a crime had been committed. The government is illegitimate, okay? The Constitution calls for the people to do what they're supposed to do and what they did do, okay? And if the Constitution calls for it, then you're all traitors, those of you who don't agree with me. You're a traitor, a traitor, and God will deal with you. If the republic doesn't rise again, then God will deal with you. And shame on you. Disgusting. I can't believe any of those clowns up there. They are the devil. They have got to be the, the face of evil. They have to be. Let me take my first caller here. Let's go 323. 323, you're on the air. 323, you're on the air. Yeah, looks like you're all around the place, huh? I thought you were going to be on <laughs> Tuesdays. Hey, I, am, I am. I am on Tuesday, but I, yeah. I, I did tell you that I, I would pop in and do emergency shows every now and then as a call for. Oh, okay. How's it going with you trying to contact that senator? Remember? Um. Oh, we did con. Oh, the last uh, podcast show we did make contact with the senator. Uh, we did make uh, contact and talk to him on the telephone. Actually, senator talking. You okay? Because I know you didn't. Ex- you didn't explain what the problem. Huh? You actually hung up and didn't get, catch the full uh, podcast, actually. I did make the phone call and get a hold of the senator's office. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I've been offered a uh, talk show hosting um, assignment for one of the conservative networks around here. What I was thinking of doing 
was to call up lawyers and to have them as as guests on my show. But then when I was thinking of that, I was thinking of you in contact and the senator, and that always there's, there's the discussion on your show about common law, maritime law, what's constitutional, what's not constitutional. I don't have any credibility because I'd be a brand-new talk show host. You've got downloads up until, until I get myself started. I was thinking in order to dispel all the confusion about what's law, what's not law, <laughs> what's the history of uh, Northwest Ordinance versus Remonstrance, if you call up uh, lawyers that have to be guests on your show, people who actually try cases in court, they can actually tell us what the law is and what's effective in courts. And then you'd be doing them a favor because you'd be telling them you've got downloads. I don't have any downloads since I'm not a host yet. You've got downloads. You can tell them. You can, they come on your show, they get free publicity. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good point your head to there and put spin on it. Yeah, because I do have downloads. You're correct. Yeah. You know, and you've got um, people always talking about what's common law, what's not common law, what will work, what will, won't work. How do, these, how do these fucking people know? Do they go to court? You've had your, right? You've had your head yeah. banged up against the wall by cops. You've been to court. You probably know more yeah. about court than they do. And yet, and yet they're talking about, well, this isn't legal. That's, that's legal. How the fuck do you know, son? Did you ever go to court? Yeah. No, I, I, I got, got to agree with you there. Uh, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, yeah. As far as- I mean, they, they, they say they know. I mean, I've had Dr. Peter McCurry, one of my friends in Challenges, quite a few times, and say, look, you know, you guys have been saying this for years and years and years, Republicans, common law this, and seatbelt ticket this, and where were you? Where were you when Joe was, you know, getting handcuffs put on? And, you know, where were you? <laughs> That's right. You know, and that couldn't answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, matter of fact, yeah, I think Dr. Richard just checked in with me. Well, I didn't want to comment on that. Let me put him on. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Hey, good evening, Joe. How are you? And guests, uh, nice to hear you on there. You know, I'm thinking they're talking about hush money. Hush money, right? Well, listen, it, it, what's the difference? Say I break the window out of your house, all right? And then uh, I'm picking up somebody else's phone behind our phone. So somebody's got their, uh, there's a double yeah, voice here. Yeah, uh, Joe, Joe's got some echo there. Three, okay, three. I'll, I'll fix it right now. All right, thank you. <laughs> but suppose I uh, I get mad at you and, and I smash the window out of your house. That's a criminal act. And I come to you and I say, look, I, I apologize. I was in a rage. I got drunk. I'm going to pay you. Uh, whatever the damages are and whatever you want. And you say, okay, fine. We settle that. That's a civil matter. It's settled. Where do you get to come after me now and have me prosecuted for breaking that window? Yeah. You understand what I'm point, saying? Actually. Yeah. You know, it's very interesting. And, and I don't understand that. And this guy is saying that, you know, Donald Trump's calling uh, for protests. Listen, the guy's been persecuted from day one. Hillary Clinton didn't go to jail. The Bidens aren't going to jail. And uh, uh, Fauci belongs. Fauci belongs in jail. And these people conspired yeah. to kill millions of people. Our borders are wide open. They're killing hundreds of people with fentanyl, and they know where it's coming from. They're not stopping it, and they want to prosecute this guy. Sure, the people are yeah. mad. 
It isn't even it isn't even about Donald Trump. It's just about the unfairness of the justice system. And that guy that was talking, I don't know who he was when he started to open that conversation, he opened the dialogue, and he was saying that, you know, one standard of justice for all. Oh, my eye, show me one standard of justice for all. Obviously, he's never been around a prison. And, you know, he's probably one of those guys that say prisoners got it made. You know, I didn't hear him volunteer yeah. to spend a weekend in prison. You know, why don't he volunteer? You got parole officers up here. Guys that are coming out of uh, this this guy that came out of prison, spent two years working, used to get a bus up at his house and take it all the way to downtown to the city and get from that bus to, to a 40-minute ride to another city and then get on that bus and, and take a 20-minute ride to, a, to Hartford, Connecticut, and then get off that bus and go to work on another bus and do that every day for, for a year and a half until he could afford a vehicle. And they go in his house and take stuff out of his house and leave no inventory. You know, not only they take the Legos, but his mother visits and his mom happened to have a teddy bear. They took the teddy bear. Oh, you know? and don't leave a and and don't leave a receipt for it. Just take it, and and it doesn't matter if she puts it in her report or not that she took it. What did she do with it? That's what I want to know. What did she do with it? And who gave her the right to take anything without a receipt? You can't just steal. Come in my house and take what you want. Are you insane? This is, you know, know. that's uh, know. that's what you know. That's what the 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 English rebellion was. The re- that's why we have this nation that we have. That the habeas corpus and and they were just going into houses w- without warrants and and you know this is this is complete lawlessness and that and you know what they're pushing and pushing the people until finally the people are not going to be pushed anymore and then they're going to say oh well it was an insurrection listen people the we have a right to peaceably assemble and to peaceably protest that's our right and if we're attacked during that protest we have a right to defend ourselves just like anybody else yeah that's and right people that's are mad correct. people have been quiet yeah. people have been sitting back watching this injustice and they're just mad and this this government is, is these people that are going to prosecute or attempt to prosecute. And listen, you know, uh, it's out of control. The system's out of yeah. control. The country's out of control. And and somewhere at some point, the people are going to well, say enough. Let me ask you this, Stormy Daniels. If she was if she took hush money and took a bribe and took pay, right? Then she that she that could be that's breach of a contract now right that's that's uh, what uh, she lied too she's lying she she agreed to keep quiet and took the money now she's that now she's violating her oath right if they had an agreement right well, well the confidentiality even, yeah, agreements yeah, that you're yeah. talking about yeah, yeah I mean if you sign a confidentiality agreement you're supposed to keep your mouth shut according to whatever the terms are in that agreement. But I, from what I know about her and Avanti, I think the guy that was her uh, lawyer, who she's suing, and then I think he was suing her as well. Um, who, who really knows? I know, I know yeah, what, what I read, but I don't, I, I don't know that what they say is true. Why can't I yeah. agree to take hush money? Why can't I agree? Why the best I thing to, to do is to actually money? talk to somebody who knows, which is a lawyer. You know, I don't yeah. understand uh, uh, that at all. Why? Why? Uh, uh, what is? What is? What is illegal about this portion? This type of hush called hush money. If I have a civil agreement with a person, hey, listen, you were drunk and you drove in my driveway and crashed into my house. It's a, it's a criminal offense, sure. But you say, can I get out of the car and say, look, I'm going to pay for it. If if you and I have a car accident, I don't have to call the police necessarily. Yeah. If you want to pay me yeah. for the damages. 
Yeah. Is that hush That's money? True. You pay me and I won't call the police? Yeah. yeah well, so no, you're talking exactly about saying, if she's normal, now, human, maybe, normal human behavior. Now, I studied law. What really matters Don't get me wrong. is the law. <laughs> yeah, but I've studied law and I'm a paralegal and and, uh, and I'm I'm sitting here looking at this and I'm saying to myself, well, you know, I'm not up on this particular issue, but I'm curious as to if they're saying that he, the hush money, she took it under duress and intimidation. That's what she's claiming. I was afraid I took the money because I was afraid for my life. I don't know. Yeah. We really that's don't know the story. Facts. That's a and different story. We don't know but the then story, again, but it's seven years old, no, too. That's it. It's a seven-year-old case. It's a seven-year-old case. You know, it's you know, seven we're years speculating. old. So what, we're what, speculating. Why, why would I get up now, you know? And we're really speculating because we don't know the facts, so we're really speculating. All we that's, know is what we're hearing exactly through. Right. Media, we don't know the facts media. of any. We don't know the facts of anything because whatever we read is always going to be skewed by whoever the editors are, regardless of whether it's mainstream right. media, leftist uh, newspapers, or right. Uh, well, right well hang on now, Joe. Hang on. He's calling for protest. Let's look at. The, let's not look at the actual. He's calling for protests now. What does that mean? Calling for protests. What exactly does that mean? You're well, talking about Trump calling for protests. Yes. Yeah, I'm asking. I'm asking Peter and you. What does that exactly mean, uh, Joe? Okay. Burst, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think, Joe? Personally, I think any type of protest, according to the Constitution, is good. But then again, all municipalities have their own laws about what zone is good for protest, what zone is not good. We're not supposed to have, for example, in the Second Amendment, we're not supposed to have any infringement whatsoever upon the right to bear arms. Yet. We have concealed carry in some states, non-concealed carry in other states. Whatever happened to the interpretation of no infringement? So, it don't, you know, the law is the law, not because it's right, but because they've got cops and batons and police and, um, and guns behind it. That's why yeah. we have to know the law and we have to know, you know, what we can do with or without the law. Well, according to this well, right problem, here, real quick here, just go ahead. Go ahead. You can answer that first, Peter. Then I got the latest on this. Go, go ahead, the, Peter. The the fella the fella you had on about two weeks ago on a Tuesday night said one of the most profound statements. I never really thought about it. That even that you're driving down the highway and you're being pulled over for an infraction. That you're being pulled over under the threat of death. Because if you don't stop, they're going to do everything in their power to stop you. Including kill you. Yeah, yeah, and that's powerful, and that, isn't it? That's a that, that's that was a profound statement that resonated in me in my heart and mind for the last two weeks. That you don't realize the authority that these people have in their hands and how how you know we're it's just, that was just powerful. As far as the protest yeah. in the street, look, I I think that people need to know what is the law. If he's broken the law, they don't have a reason to protest. If he has not, then they have a reason to protest. But he's saying, listen, even if I broke the law, it's political. And it's my political yeah, opponent trying to stop me from running. So, yeah, we as I have a, to as an, so, so we're caught in a catch-22 here. We have to say, listen, uh, uh, according to the justice system and according to the laws of that state, if he's broken the law, then then you know what? He's entitled to pers- uh, pro- prosecution like anybody else. But if he hasn't, and they're using it for a political issue, then 
yeah, people need to get out in the streets. Yeah. Well, here's where I'm going to disagree. Go ahead, Joe. Here's where, here's where I'll disagree. Um, uh, I don't care. I, the law is something which we'll have to abide by just for out of being out of common sense, okay? But I don't happen to be somebody who agrees with the law simply because it's the law. Now, let's say they put down a law like they did in Germany where you couldn't protest. Now, that's against the Constitution, right? So if anybody, right. Trump or anybody else, says, let us protest, and then like in 1968, when the, uh, the mayor of Chicago uh, brought out his uh, stormtroopers to, to beat in the heads of the protesters, they could say, you're breaking the law. I don't care about the law as much as I care about freedom. Anybody can pass a law and say, you know what? If you break this law, you're going to jail. And they're right, but that doesn't mean that the law is moral. That's what we have to be concerned about. I well, got that's, Florida, that's true, but that's yeah. true. But then here's their here's their excuse to come after you for that. Then they're going to say, well, we have a procedure to challenge the laws in this country. And Absolutely. If you don't Joe agree and, with uh, it, Peter. but that doesn't mean we can't protest it. I, I'm not I'm not arguing that with you. I, I agree with you. We don't have to agree with the laws, and and we have a right as 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 a, a citizens to challenge any law. Okay, and we can make our voice. And if we don't we we don't like the law. Uh, they're going to say, well, you know what, there, there's there's other channels. But we do have the right to peaceful protest, and people want to go out and support Donald Trump and get out in the streets. Amen. Go for it. All right, Peter, let me bring on Florida, too, here. Uh, go ahead, 305. Go ahead. Hey, Joseph, how's it going, brother? Hi, hi uh, Peter. Hey, uh, Joe. Good to hear you guys. Hey, Michael. Tonight. How you doing? Hey, good, good. Uh, well, what was the, yeah, you the guys, question tonight? The question tonight, Mike, what I started off with, just so you know, because I know you just tuned in, is Donald Trump's calling for protest and to take our country back. What does that mean? Um, well, you, I mean, you know my take on it is that Trump is all part of a, you know, a strategically planned out um, protocol to begin with. Um, I mean, and let me state it for the record, you know, since this is hopefully a recorded show. And for anybody that's listening, I was Trump's greatest supporter from day one because it wasn't a typical politician. I was opposed to the Clintons, the Bushes, Obama, and everybody else. So when Trump ran, I just thought as this cool TV star, billionaire, you know, non-politician, you know, that's going to – his platform was absolutely pro-American, secure our borders. You know, he held up the Bible. He was about God, put God back in the nation. Um so that all looked good to everybody, including me. Um, so, of course, he had my vote. He had my vote in 2016. He had my vote in 2020. However, in 2020, when they kicked in their, you know, pandemic, you know, depopulation, jabs and masks and, you know, vaccine passports and everything else, um, and we began to flood um, Trump through every means possible on a daily basis, um, tremendous amounts of evidence that, we were expecting he would, you know, be addressing it, whether he got it from us or got it from somebody else on what was going on. And he didn't. We just we just figured, OK, when when he gets his second election, you know, his second term, that's when he can do more. So we were, you know, w- waiting and hoping he was going to get reelected. There was obviously, obviously there was no way this senile old criminal corrupter politician Joe Biden was going to win. Right. I mean, that was obvious. So it was a shoe in. We knew 
Trump was going to win the second term. So when he didn't, not only was I suspect of Trump when he was pushing the dangerous, deadly vaccines, the jabs, right? That, that made him suspect. Um, the fact that he had Anthony Fauci, who spearheaded the AIDS pandemic and was spearheading the COVID pandemic, um, you know, allowing him to kick him off the stage. That, you know, a bunch of other pieces of the puzzle started to fall in place for me with regards to who he was putting in his cabinet, with regards to, you know, the Zionists and the Jesuits and everything else that he was putting in to run the Fed and filling his cabinet. So there was a lot of other suspect issues going on. The fact that he signed a $6 trillion bill, the bulk of the money having gone to all the big pharmaceutical executives. I mean, a lots of reasons for me to, you know, uh, turn. So I went from being truly his greatest supporter to recognizing that Trump and Biden are two wings of the same dirty bird. They're good cop, bad cop working for the NWO. Now, how do you justify that? How do you, how do you rectify the fact that he had a pro-American platform? Well, that's easy. In other words, if people say, oh, no, but look at all the things he did. No, he had a very pro-American platform for a strategically planned out reason, i.e., that was the only way he was going to get those who he got to stand up to stand up. And who did he get to stand up? Second Amendment, First Amendment, Constitutionalists, Christians, Patriots, Truthers. Those are the people that he got rallied year after year, month after month, all through his term, so that they could be identified, seen, sized up for their numbers, their strengths, their weaknesses, and subsequently labeled as, as, as white supremacists, for, uh, uh, you know, seditionists, um, domestic terrorists, and everything else. So to me, um, it's really an, it, it, it's a mute point, because I know ever, that Trump Mike, is part of the whole... Mike, in your world, then, Mike, I see it like this. We could never have a good president, because nothing, nothing any president does, you know, he'd have, he'd have to walk the perfect front, you know? Well, that's, that's true, and it, but it's true for two reasons. It's true because the, the political machine is absolutely corrupt, and it's controlled by those who are pushing a New World Order, One World Government agenda to begin with. And number two, on top of that, the president is the president of a corporation. He is not the president of the United States of America, as you well know, having been associated with, um, you know, 10 years doing a radio show for the Republic of the United States of America, which itself yeah. has been compromised, infiltrated, and hijacked. So the point is that the corporation is the corporation. They consider themselves a democracy. The president of the United States is the president of a corporation. He is not the president of we, the people Mike, of the United Mike, States of America. We're all part of this corporation, Mike. We're all part of this Mike, Aren't we all part of this corporation regardless? I mean, uh, and anybody who wants to chip in here, you've got to press 1. When you dial in, you have to press 1. That's the only way I can get you on the queue. Somebody just sent me a message. I can't get in. I can't get in. So you've got to press 1. But anyway, uh, go ahead. Mark. I mean, are, we're all guilty. We're all part of the corporation, aren't we, Mike? We're, we're only part of the corporation in, in, the, in the secondary sense that they have granted us that those, what they call privileges, secondarily to the rights we already possess. What do we possess first and foremost? Our God-given, unalienable, inalienable rights. That's what we first and foremost possess, especially and particularly if you are born on the soil in the United States. And even more so, Look we me. have to recognize... Go ahead. Mike, I'm going yeah, to have yeah. to agree with you about Trump. 
but um, I'm going to make a little bit of a distinction here between privileges and rights. We're supposed to have rights. Yes, we have the Constitution, regardless of whether the republic supposedly is in the hands of a corporation or the de facto government. But as George Carlin, even though he was known as a comedian, to me, he was, as, he was about as good in politics as Mark Twain and um, H.L. Mencken. When he's talking about we do not have rights, we only have privileges because unless we actually can back up our rights with our guns and win with our guns, then what we have are um, are laws on the books. But if we can't trust the government, forget about rights. We only have privileges. So I just want to make that distinction. But I know what you're saying, and people would agree with you, Um, but I just – I know I'm supposed to have rights and alienable rights because I'm born here, and I think any any sentient creature in the universe born on any planet should have those type of rights. But if we can't back it up, then what do we got? Well, how are we going to back it up? I'm done. I yield. <laughs> how are we going to back it up? Huh? Somebody gives me some answers here. What are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do? I mean, we can't do anything. Peter said, yeah, we go out and protest. And you know what? If we're attacked, we have a right to defend ourselves. I mean, because, you know, you've got Russia out there. You know, we talk about them, how they attack their protesters. Our protesters get attacked, too. You know, so where do you draw the line? I mean, we're going to do file Very good point. You know, what are we going to do? File lawsuits, everybody? You know, I'm self-governing. What's been winning so far, slowly but surely, have been certain lawsuits. Um, by Judicial Watch, by um, oh, I forget the name of the organization, which always gets the FO, the FOIA documents, and they show the corruption. Um, I might be fitting in the Judicial Watch, but there's other organizations that have filed lawsuits. Lawsuits have prevented Biden from um, in, from instilling the mandate um, na- on a nationwide basis. We do have some corrupt judges. Well, we're not some. We have a lot, but we have some honest judges still around, and lawsuits have to be followed. When a judgment comes down from the judge saying that this is what I say is the decree, the verdict, the um, the decision from me, the authorities have to go out and enforce it. Until those authorities do not enforce those lawsuits and the decisions by judges, that's the time when we, it's like the Boston Tea Party, we have to take up arms and we have to storm the Bastille. So lawsuits in a very slow, but methodical and molasses way have been winning, and it's lawful. If we protest, we can protest all day long. A lot of times they work. Let's say sometimes they work. A lot of times they don't. Why don't they work? Because when you protest and you're up against uh, a corrupt politician or a series of corrupt politicians in Congress or in your state legislator, who do they get their money from? The lobbyists. The lobbyists win. Protests don't win unless the protests are very well organized and they can show the um, the uh, legislators, if you don't do what we want, you're out of office. But if we on an individual basis go to, an, go to a, an event where there's thousands and thousands of protesters, I don't think it's going to make a difference. Yeah, let, let me interject on that because I agree with you, Joe. You're right. But l- let's even make that stronger by pointing out that the reason um, – sure, they're going to sugarcoat it with – Oh, but make sure you're peaceful. No, they are hoping that when people get out there that it will turn rowdy. January 6th, I remember it like it was yesterday. Donald J. Trump was out there on the stage. Literally, his exact words were, those bastards, get down there. He 
absolutely <laughs> egged him on, and he set him up. It was a setup, and they hoped, they believed that they might have rounded up two million of those patriots. Because here's the bottom line, folks. Anybody who voted for Trump represents true America. And true America is those who believe in the Second Amendment, the Constitution, the Bible, God, traditional family values. And those people are the obstacle for a new world order, one world government agenda, period. That's the bottom line. So they are doing everything they can to try to frenzy that group of people up, to try to instigate them, to try to provoke them, to try to get them to go out and protest, to try to – even if they get them to go out and protest, they'll get their, you know, Antifa and, you know, fakies, you know, BLM and all their little groups to put on Trump hats and Trump jerseys and go in there and throw a bomb and make it look like it was the Trump supporters to begin with. That's their game. That's what they're doing. Absolutely. They've even got video of people who were in Antifa who went um, to the um, so-called insurrectionist activity, <laughs> and they were wearing MAGA, MAGA outfits. Then That's when they right. finished doing their, their, their stupid fucking shit, then they went back to yeah, uh, the FBI. wherever they were, <laughs> and they took off, and they put back their Antifa outfits. We have those videos. That's right. We know it was a setup. So Yeah, my, my, my dad's sitting here uh, next to me, and... Uh, He's got a, a few thoughts. I'll give him the phone here. Go ahead, Pop. Yeah, go ahead. Um, just curious, uh, what's your take on this uh, thing that was on the Internet um, being arrested? That's what they're talking about, Pop. They're talking about oh. how he said to go out and protest. That's what they're addressing on the show right now. Oh, you were? I'm sorry. I missed that. But uh, I'm just wondering the legitimacy of what all that represents. It seems um, far-fetched to believe that he's, uh, in my view, guilty of uh, anything. Uh, he was, in my view, he was doing, at the time he was in office, the right thing for most of us people that are standard, everyday American, normal, down-to-earth, uh, hard-working American people that don't have a hell of a lot but are trying to maintain our existence. So I always thought he was on that side of the fence. So um, what what is – maybe you can explain to me and everybody else listening what the hell's going on with this deal that just came up in the last day or two concerning Trump's arrest. That that's Yeah, but by the way, my dad's obviously the prime – he's the he's prime example, like, like the trophy example of how most Americans and Trump supporters out there think. Right, they really believe yeah. in the guy still. They, my dad doesn't see yeah, everything yeah. I mentioned. He doesn't see it. Yeah, well, well, well they're more a lot isolated. They're more the, the World War II veteran type of mentality. The the baseball, baseball in your eye, America apple pie type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, which is fine. You know, and that's what the heart of America was. You know, so uh, yeah, exactly. so I see your point. I mean, I, I'm 81 years old. I remember when. America seemed like a real America. We had control of foreigners coming in here. We had control. We had control of uh, uh, things that were fair, just, and equitable for the people. Uh, The people are the country. They're hardworking people that made us what we are in 200 and some years. No other nation's ever done what we've done. Uh, A a superb uh, collective group of Americans making a country that is the strongest 
the best in the world has ever seen. And now all of a sudden it's going to hell with these morons that are in office are shaking down everything we've built up. Uh, I don't know how you yeah. stop it, but I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> but people don't yeah, seem yeah, to be waking up. Well, sir, sir, back in 2008, I was in the Wrightsville building in Greensboro, North Carolina here, and a 92-year-old gentleman stood up, and it was, and a couple of Tea Party people were there. So when this Tea Party thing was going out, and I was at a Republic meeting, and he said the same exact thing you just said right now. He said, I'm 90 years old, and I can't believe what's happening to my country, and he said the same exact words. So you're right. Yeah. The question is yet to be answered. What do we do? You know, well, what do we do? Uh, <laughs> you'd like to have a format that's peaceful, if possible, to persuade people to gain their common sense and integrity back. But that doesn't seem like that's uh, in that direction at all. Uh, we have half the country that's patriotic and the other half are rogues. So, um, you know, and I think mostly because... A lot of people that have come into this country over the last 60, 70 years are not real American. Uh, their framework of what America represents to them isn't anything like the original, real, oh, red-blooded yeah, yeah. Americans are. Yeah. The people, yeah, the people yeah. that fought in World War One and World War Two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a yeah. real American, the and then there's you? a fraudulent American. <clears throat> Am I in That's the host fact. You? Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is, yeah, we have a we've yeah, we've always had corruption in America. We've always had it. You got the real deal, years, I mean, and you got the frauds, yeah, the takers, well, that's the, true. the people that come yeah, oh, here yeah, and, and well, want something yeah, for nothing. The thing is, yeah, is that the bankers you. took over America back in 1913 with the Federal Reserve when they yeah, bribed the congressmen to allow the Federal Reserve to exist. So. We've always had corruption. It uh, just hasn't been as prevalent as it is now you, because right now what's occurring is what I call the quickening. The New World Order is coming in, and it's, it's about to launch, and it has launched, but it's going to really launch into hyperspeed. It's, um, it's, it's programmed to depopulate the planet and to merge with androids. Yo, look at our first conversation together when you and I first talked. Look how fast time has gone by already. You know, oh, look yeah. at that. It, time is just, it doesn't seem like time is just fast. I mean, today, yesterday, yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's here already. I mean, I mean, it's just yeah. it's amazing, you know? <laughs> well, sure. Just, uh, when you I, take I, a look at man, it's what you're talking about, the insurrectionists, so-called uh, when they were doing really, some, it was a riot. There were some people there who wanted to riot because they were just assholes. But the majority of people there went there to peacefully protest. And when you take a look at the videos, those cops, they opened up the doors willingly, voluntarily to let the people in. So those people who got arrested when they were inside the Capitol building should not have been arrested. But besides that, we have had corruption since, uh, well, since day one, because Whenever you have politicians, corruption is their middle name. Now, what do we do about it? Okay. People do not believe that Congress is as corrupt as everybody here on this program knows it to be. They know, the, uh, the majority of Americans, they know that, yeah, politicians are corrupt, 
but they do backroom deals. Okay, fine. But they don't believe that the people in Congress who they voted for will sell America down the river for a million dollars or less. Until that happens, until America can actually get out of business. Hey, Mike, I saw Alan, I saw Alan pop up in here. I saw Alan's number pop up in here, but he hung up. I don't know where he went, so I don't know what happened. Joe, I sent a text um, to, and to Sheriff Darleaf and to Alan and to Eric Dinges. So keep an eye out for those four guys. Maybe check All it right, out. Well, get them on here. We need, this is an important topic here, and we need these guys on here because, they, you know, they, these are the guys that we're talking about common law. What's the answer here when Donald Trump calls for this? Peter, go ahead. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate I appreciate Somebody's got bad background, but I appreciate and respect the uh, All-American. <laughs> I respect the All-American gentleman that was on. He is the backbone of America, hard work in America. You know, I've said this before. I pastor a church and have a Bible institute, and, uh, you know, it's back to the Bible or it's back to the jungle. Uh, that's that's the moral fabric of our nation that's been destroyed, and Satan's a progressive. Our enemies are progressive from within. And so, you know, just like the gay movement, it didn't start, uh, uh, you know, and just flounder, open up wide, and there it is. This is something that's been coming a long time. You know, started with Elmer Fudd uh, being chased by Bugs Bunny in a dress, and then it went to the gay butler, and then it went to the gay fathers, and now they're teaching our children about that. I mean, there's something wrong with a country where they want to castrate little boys and tell them they're girls, uh, and and they want to kill children outside the womb. And so we, we're in a, uh, a time of, of wickedness and, and moral people, as quiet as we've been, and we're standing around. And, and, yeah, we're speaking out here and there, but there comes a point when there's a pushback. There has to be a pushback or you lose the country. They've taught a whole generation of our children that we, we evolved from a, a slime pit and that uh, we, now we're monkeys in a tree with a Ph.D. and that we have no hope. And they've taught our children there's no hope. There's no God, and there's no hope. They took God out of the schools. They took God out of the churches. They took God out of, the, uh, out of everything that our children were involved in. And so what they've done is they've brought up a generation of children who are immoral, who, who, who don't have any hope because you came from an animal, you are an animal, and when you die, you go to the ground, and that's it. And so where is the hope in that? And so our children are out in the streets killing each other. They have no hope. That's just the moral side of that's just the moral side of America, and now and and it's an indoctrination, and that's the purpose of getting your children into preschool so they can begin the indoctrination earlier. And if you haven't read the Humanist Manifesto 2000, get online and find what the Humanist Manifesto says. They don't want the United Nations does not want you teaching nationalism to your children in your nation. They want to teach. They want you to teach that we're world citizens, that we are all one, and forget the national borders. And so this is the this is the greater of the problem. You know, the UN hasn't solved a damn thing in 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 all these years. That since they were incorporated, they they started over eighty seven wars. So we we as American people who are hard working and believing in my wife's a twenty year Navy vet, retired. I'm a Navy vet. And I've been inside and outside, and I've seen the system from both ends. 
and and I I appreciate that gentleman that came on here and spoke. It it, it gives me hope that to know that there are hardworking Americans who love our country and we love our country. And at some point, we're going to get all of us are going to get angry enough. Where see the problem with people in America is they're 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 so busy worried about their bills. They're so busy worried about their cars, their jobs, and their families. They become materialistic. I iPhone, iPad, it's all about me. We used to take pictures of things. Now we take selfies, okay? People are so stupid, they're falling off cliffs taking selfies and killing themselves. Me, I, we're a materialistic uh, uh, people. And 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 what's going to and we as and the problem is is that don't don't get too angry because it's coming because finally they're going to wake up. Some people don't smell crap till it hits them in the face, and it's about to hit them in the face in this country. Uh, it's coming from all angles, and they better do something or they'll be eaten with chopsticks soon. I mean, how? Listen, you can shoot down an American drone, a millions of dollars worth of uh, equipment out of the Black Sea over international water, and we're not going to do anything about it except file a protest? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Enough is enough. Yeah. See, again, again, we we do not have a government. We don't. The United States of America has been infiltrated and hijacked over the last hundred years. It's a process. And they have infiltrated and hijacked, and they are controlling our, our politicians with their money. And, and frankly, you know, this could – I have an ability to articulate some deeper issues, but those deeper issues, if you even mention it, it even before you have an opportunity to, to justify it and explain where you're coming from and what you mean and what you think it really is all about, people are automatically – tuck tail and run if you mention the word race if you mention the word jew but really those are psyops there are psychological operations that are going on because frankly those are some of the biggest things that they've used to not only divide people but to intimidate and shame people the race issue um the the issues of racial um you know uh, uh integrity you know, racial preservation, which has to do with national pride, nationalism, because that's where the races come from. They come from their races. So, again, it's, it's about breaking down racial identity. It's about breaking down gender identity. It's about breaking down the nations, obviously, because it's a new world, one world order government. So they have to break down the, the, the races. They have to break down the genders. And they have to create psyops, like I call it the Jew psyop. Oh, it's the damn Jews. The Jews own Hollywood, and they own the Fed, and they own the banks. Well, wait a minute. Revelation 2, 9, and 3, 9 says those who call themselves Jews but are not, they are liars, right? So what we, when people Amen. look into it deep enough and they, and they realize that there are some people in this world that are actually – there's a bunch of great American patriots in this, in this nation that have been pigeonholed and put into a, a, a label of white supremacists and racists because, look, they're Jew haters. That's all by design. They, they, they're homophobic. They don't like gays, right? That's all by design. So they have people so screwed up, even on the issues of, of race and, and the Jew issue and what that's all about and they're afraid of being called a homophobe they're afraid of being called homophobic they're afraid of being called anti-semite they're afraid of being called you know a racist they're afraid of those things intimidated so those are the three major areas where they've got people completely screwed up but if you look at those issues deeply for what they really are right it helps to start 
putting into proper perspective what's going on, which, again, ultimately goes right back to the fact that those who are manipulating and controlling and bribing and buying off our politicians who have a new world order, one world government agenda, that's ultimate communism. Even when they try to say, oh, communist China or communist Russia, that's a psyop too. They're just other nations. Let's make them look bad. Let's call them communists. No, those are other sovereign nations. That's not what communism is. True communism are the ones that do have all the money, that do own the banks and that do own the Fed and that do own Hollywood and that do control all the media narratives. Those are the ones who are controlling everything. And they need to be identified and called out for who and what they are because they are the problem. And it's almost like, you know, a parallel, maybe a way I can say it where it would make even more sense to people is it's almost like we're in some high-tech, sophisticated, complex video game that we're all in, and, and it's see who can control the world, right? Have total control. Those are the people that are endeavoring to have total control, and they are, in fact, godless. They're godless. They come from the bad bloodline. They come, they're the Canaanites. They're the Edomites. They're the Esau. They're the bad blood. And they have no respect for God, for morals, for traditional family values. They're deliberately, intentionally trying to break down the races, break down the gender, amalgamate all the races so there is no racial identity or racial integrity, break down and destroy the nations because they want a one-world order, one-world government agenda where they rule over all the people that they allow to survive while they go through their depopulation campaign with their jabs and their chemtrails and their water poisoning and their food poisoning and their chemical poisoning and everything else so that in the end, when they decide how many they want to live, it's just an amalgamated mix of transsexual, transgender, uh, transhumanism, freakazoids that they're going to control and rule over. That's where it's all that's headed. That's a good point. So, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, Mike. And just real quick, people that are tuning in here, uh, press 1, 657 you got to press 1 if you want to speak. Uh, then you'll be connected live right to the platform here. So we're talking about Trump. And pro- he's calling for protest, nationwide protest. What does that mean? What does that mean? What, what, you know, what are we going to do here? But go ahead, Mike. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's all right. Here, my pop has another question. Here you go, Dan. I'd like to know what you understand or know about um, concerning uh, the House of Representatives and the Senate having uh, term limits. Uh, this this utter nonsense of 30 years and making a career out of being a politician and, 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 and getting a bunch of bad people in there and maintaining the profile of nasty ways of having to deal with people. You can't get them out or it, it, and for some reason it seems as though people don't have enough sense to vote them out. Why can't we just have term limits um, that are sensible and and get this thing straightened out that way. Yeah, let me let me answer wow. that from my dad myself, and then you guys respond to that too. Here's the bottom line on that, Pop, and for everybody that's listening to the show, it's it's well, I I would concur with term limits basically. However, more important than term limits because you could you could not have term limits, but if you make it where it's a law that nobody who runs for office can receive any money from anybody, no corporation can give them. So the problem, that's actually the first problem, because let's say in theory you get somebody in office that is a Christian and they are doing the right thing year after year after year after year, you'd want to keep them in. So it's about the ones that get in there being corrupted and bought off. That's the problem. 
So it needs to be that when somebody gets in office, they don't get anything other than their annual salary. And if they're caught taking a penny from one corporation or one rich person, they're hung. You know, frankly, yeah. but they're they're taken out, right? They're, they they can't they they can no longer be in office. They're taken out. They're impeached. Well, no, again, Dad, it's not so much term limits. No, it's not because what if you get a good person in there that's doing the right thing year after year? It's that they're getting corrupted and bribed and bought off, and 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 the corporations are actually. And then the other problem is too, pops, um, and for everybody that's listening, it, it's not about voting them in or out anymore either. We know from the 2020 election that they can drag and, drag and drop votes. So that same New World Order Gestapo regime that I was talking about a minute ago, that communist godless people that are in charge, they own the voting system. They control it. So they're going to put in whoever they want to begin with and pay them off on top of it. So we don't even have a, leg- a legitimate voting system. So first what we need is a legitimate voting system that's paper ballot with an ID and a fingerprint and a signature, period, number one. That's number one. And number two, laws that say they cannot receive a penny from anybody other than their annual salary, no matter how long they're in. Yeah. Those are my thoughts well, yeah. anybody else. got a problem with that, though. Go ahead. A problem because they – those big corporations donate to the campaign, which give them the money to outrun the other people. A little guy like Joe, you take Joe down there. He's running for uh, office down there in North Carolina. What district, Joe? District 65. Yeah, I don't know if Peter, if Peter didn't hear what I said. I said that that's the big problem, Peter, is they, they should not yeah. be permitted to receive any money from anybody. But it goes. it's called campaign financing, not personal money. Right, but that's what I mean, all of it. Anyway, campaign financing, the whole nine yards, from a person, from a corporation, none of that stuff should exist. Obviously, that's a big problem. But if I'm a millionaire and I'm going to run against a guy like Joe, he ain't getting in. I'm going to outbeat him. I'm going to outfinance him. I'm going to outbid him. I'm going to outadvertise him. Well, again, there's so much money. There There should be rules and laws on how much money could be spent by any particular candidate. It would have to be fair. It would have to be the media. There would have to be laws that the media gives equal fair time to everybody. There's laws that could be put in place to to rectify all that. Just don't let them have the money and give them all equal air time. There you go. You know, that's a a good point. I forgot somebody made that argument one time before, but they made an interesting uh, argument against it, and I forgot what it was actually because, you know, it would would have to vary – See, we always put it, lump everything into one category, and everyone's an individual. So every individual case is different. It's like my district would have to be, you know, more money, be less money than the district next to me, you know. So we'd have to, you know. But you're right, Mike. Uh, one level of money, say fifty thousand dollars. Just I throwing that out there. Say fifty thousand. Joe gets fifty thousand. This guy gets fifty thousand. But then who do you give it to? You'll have everybody jumping into the race. Then, Mike, how do you determine who gets the money? Again, this goes back to the earlier points I made. The media is the biggest problem we have in this country to begin with because the media is the mouthpiece of the New World Order, One World Government, communist, godless persons in bad blood, and they're the mouthpiece for the corrupt politicians that are paid and bought off. So the media itself needs to be revamped. You know, it used to be back in the days my dad was talking about that there was a point where the media uh, back in the probably 50s, 60s, into the 70s was like the fourth branch of government, right? They were just honest journalists getting out there trying to expose the truth. But it's been over the last 40, 50 years as when this New World Order government has really been putting forth their mega plans, kicking in overdrive, 
um, to get their 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 goals accomplished. So the media is a big part of the problem as well. What we need, folks, is for me to be the king of this world, and I will set everything right because I cannot and will not be corrupted or bought off or bribed or, or corrupted. I won't be. So short of Jesus Christ coming back in the clouds of glory, which would be great, I'm all for it, he, that needs to happen. But short of that, second to that, I should be the king of this world because I will set all see, the Mike, nations back and put everything Mike. right. You see, Mike, now we got a problem. I think I should be, you know, so there <laughs> Well, may, we may, may the creator, Lord God Almighty, put a righteous person who's going to do the right things for everybody and every nation in a position. And as Christians, what we understand is that's supposed to be Yeshua, right? That He's supposed to be coming back, and he's supposed to make that happen. The problem with that, though, is there's also a false antichrist that's going to come first, and most Christians are going to believe the false Christ is actually the Christ. That's another big problem we got coming our way, aside from the alien invasion that they're going to pull before that even happens. Well, what, and they'll probably tie they'll probably quick. tie the alien invasion into the second coming of of Yeshua. Well, they'll say that right. oh he's exo facto the uh, Roman Catholics exo facto. You know they got they've got they bought that out in the Midwest. They bought the top of that mountain. They got their telescope up there, their observatory. They're waiting for that one to come. You know the alien, but it ain't the alien. It's well, let's talk about that real quick, if we can. Uh, without without getting into a theological debate and getting into an argument, what is the end of the, what happens here? What's the end? Look, I'll go with Peter first as, as the pastor. What's the end times here? Explain that to me. What happens here? What's going to play out well, in the next few years? You know, I, I can't tell you what's going to play out in the next two years. I could just tell you what prophecy says. Two prophecy years, two says, years, oh, two years, two years. I didn't say a number. I know you can't put a number on it. In the future, in the near future. Well. I believe it's snowballing and snowballing. Anybody who's, you know, especially this gentleman, he's 80-something years old, like my father-in-law's 87. And you can see uh, where we are and where we were, and it's snowballing. It's not, it's not evolution. It's devolution. It all goes down. And that's scripture. Now, whether God gives the nations, this nation a reprieve or he doesn't, like uh, we talked about before, the King Josiah. He found the scriptures. The nation was polluted. Uh, he brought the people back under the Lord. They got under it. They, they repented, and God gave them a reprieve. He didn't send them to Babylon until Josiah died, but they still had that coming. And so the Bible teaches that this all ends in one way. It, it doesn't end, it, you know, we're not building the kingdom on earth, all right? This ends in one way, and it all goes down. Armageddon, the whole works. And so that's where it's going. But the idea is this. We men who, who know the scriptures and, and believe the scriptures and, and are walking according to the, uh, as best we can to the scriptures and living for the Lord, we still have to take a moral stand no matter what happens around us. It's called civil disobedience. Uh, D- uh, Daniel did it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are your, you know, even the uh, uh, Apostle Paul. So we, we have that right, but it goes down. It doesn't go up. And, and are we going to rescue the United States of America? If God gives it a reprieve, amen. We become one of the – listen, Israel was chosen by God. The United States, we chose God. And you know what? And that's why he blessed this nation. And this nation has turned its back on God. And, and so don't expect great things from God until people start repenting in this nation and they start realizing that how far we've gotten away from God. 
and that we become a godless society for the most part. And, and I believe the only reason why there hasn't been a judgment, a serious, harsh judgment on this country is because of the Christians that are in this country. God has his children here who love him. And, and he's merciful and he's kind and he's long-suffering. You know how you put up with somebody for a long time? Well, God's greater than that. He'll put up with somebody for a long, long time. But this country and nation, men and women and boys and girls, need to look into their own heart, repent of their sin, turn to the Lord, and pray for the nation. And then you'll see God do something. He'll raise up that leader that we need, who's moral, who's a, who's a, who believes in 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 what's right and what's and it's not about what's right and wrong. It's about what's good and evil. Mike, what say you? Well, well said, Mike. Peter. Peter. And, well, well, and well, I got well said, Mike. Hang on, hang on, Mike. Mike, hang on. Uh, Mike, go first, and I got five hundred seven wants to jump in here. Go ahead, Mike. No, just well said, Peter. Uh, you know, um, I love Peter. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Peter and I um, may have some differences on history or Bibles or interpretations here and there, but th- that's irrelevant. Everything he just said, um, you know, I concur with. He he nailed it. He's spot on. I I can't say anything after what Peter just said. Thanks, Peter. All right. All right. We'll bring on 507, new, new voice here. 507, go ahead. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Joe. Hi, everybody. Hey, how are you? Hi. Right. Wanted just listen. I wanted to say hi. That's all. Okay. Well, while I got you on the phone here, uh, I, re- I remember you, uh, one of our uh, Patriots friends here who uh, listens to my show uh, for a long time now and, and had a Zoom room, too, for a long time. We actually talked about you a few months ago, actually. You ran a Zoom room that used to run, like, continuously every day, and you Patriots would come there and talk and meet and conjugate. And, and Barry was one of them, Barry Cross. We know he's in prison and now for the governor kidnapping. Uh, and uh, he was, like, uh, a regular on your Zoom room. But right now... The problem with the show is tonight we're talking about Donald Trump's calling for protests. What does that mean to you? I mean, are we going to see another January 6th, or what do you do? I mean, I mean, obviously you've seen a bunch of bull crap go down now, and people get set up. What do you think? Okay, protests would be for it's for him, right? The protests, or that I don't understand. He's calling yeah, for protests. Yeah, well, no, Donald Trump's that, calling. Donald Trump is calling for nationwide protests to take our country back. What does that mean to you? I don't know. I have to think about that one. Come back to me. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got three. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, three two zero wants to jump in here. Okay. Though. Three two zero. Go ahead. Hi, Joe. Oh yes, I thought I recognized him. How you doing? Hi. Ask me that same question. <laughs> okay. The same question. Right back at you. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? I do not consent, yeah. and I will, but not back down. That's it. Okay. Now you you know about the remonstrances. We've been talking about the remonstrance also. Uh, Joe just jumped off here, and a couple other people that were we've been talking about. How is that going with the remonstrance and everything? And I, Sarah too, actually did the remonstrance. We've been trying to put together a, a group here to tackle that project, and they say that's the only way we can address the grievances. What do you say? I say go for it. Um, the remonstrance I did on human trafficking, or I should say child trafficking, that I I put into the legislature in December of 2019. It got sent to Washington, D.C., and it got sealed. So, 
what's that mean? It's still sitting in limbo. I think it has to do with the nationwide uh, trafficking through CPS. So, so what good is that going to do us then for the remonstrance? If somebody wants to bring these remonstrance, they'll just grab them and seal them. I, I mean, what good is it? It's just like me standing out there with a sign. Here, go, you know, unseat this person. What good is it going to do? It's really nothing right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> so basically you're saying the only way we can make so a change is don't doing? consent. I was, you know, if it's not going to do anything, it'll get rejected and sent back and it'll give you some kind of explanation, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But mine never got sent back. Okay. All right. Because I, I thought you sealed. brought your remonstrance. I thought your remonstrance was to be heard on the state legislative floor. That was the, that was what a remonstrance is. That's what I was taught or what I was told. Is that true? Okay, a remonstrance, actually a remonstrance goes towards a bill. Okay. Okay, so, so got if you it all want to wrong. address a bill, if you want to address a bill, we have the right to what? Abolish. Yeah. We have, you know, we have these rights. So a remonstrance is to address a bill. You can do a petition of remonstrance, and a petition is a lawsuit. Okay. All right. So a remonstrance isn't the way to go if we want real change, If we right? Well, define that. Yeah. Define that. It's a lawsuit. Define that. Yeah. What's that? Who would be Uh, yeah, keep in mind, our courts are corrupt also. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah they are. Who, who we're saying it's uh, uh, the petition for a remonstrance is a lawsuit. Who are the parties? Who's the petitioner and who's the respondent? The people to the legislators. The legislators are the respondents. Yes. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's nice. well, but, but that's not what we were told the other night, though. Uh, caller, three two. I'm only going to say your name. Uh, what uh, we were told that you file this remonstrance with six, five or six of your friends, and you go to the state legislator and you're heard there, and and you they hear your complaint, and that you're basically arresting the legislator. You're telling them that you know, look, the, uh, the buck stops here. I like this. Thing. Yeah, yes, that is your right. You to address them on the floor. <clears throat> okay, we address them heard. on the floor. To what? be heard in front okay. of legislators. Excuse but yeah, me. you instruct them. You are instructing them to do their job. If they do not Excuse do me. anything, or uh, I don't know, I keep getting mm. cut off here. Well, I, I don't know. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I know who he is. I know who he is. Hold on, guys. Give us an example issue. No, seriously, Josh, we got to pray for him, man. Wow. Yeah, excuse me, everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Peter, please. Yeah. Peter, um, I, 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 my heart just sank. My son just came home from his camp out in the Everglades, and he just let me know that a good friend of his, who's he's a really good guy, went hunting this morning with his, his little children, and he had a rifle, and it dropped, and it went off, and the bullet went up through his chin and out his forehead, and he's in intensive care right now um if everybody can keep the man in his prayer in your prayers his name is dj um peter can you throw out a prayer for dj please i can't everybody have their mind on it uh sure 
Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just bow before you as humbly as we can, separated by distance, but not by your spirit. We ask you, God, that now you'd intervene in DJ's life. You are the ultimate physician. We ask you to heal him from the crown of his head to the very tip of his toes, Lord. God, that you'd give the doctors that are handling and caring for him, God, that you would give them wisdom beyond their own understanding on how to make the correct decisions. And God, we're just going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory, comfort his family's heart, Lord, and those around him. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And in Jesus' name, Jesus said, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, there shall I be. And there's multiple of us here now. And um, thank you, Peter, my brother, for those great words. And God Almighty, Creator, Lord God Almighty, um, Heavenly Father, God of life, you can do anything. Please work uh, one of your wonderful miracles and do a miraculous recovery for this man and bless him and have him to be made whole again. In Jesus' name, yeah. thank you. Amen. It's sad that, you know, see how precious life is and it's being taken away from us. And, and all of us that are out here battling for our freedom, you know, that we lose, well, we too lose. You know, look at, look at a lot of us have lost. Look at, we were just brought up, uh, uh, remember, Barry used to come on this platform. And, uh, look what happened to him. Snatched up, you know, set up. And now in jail probably for the rest of his life, you know, 20 years, 20, 19 years, I think he got. He'll probably get out, what, 15, 16, you know. Uh, you know, but the thing of it is, is that for what? For what now? Did it achieve? It's like we're, now we're talking about this remonstrances. What's it going to achieve? I'm going to get six people. We're going to go up to the House Legislative for What will it achieve except take away time from my family and my freedom and my life and make me waste money? You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to get at here. I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot. I'm just trying to say, what can we do to really fix things out here? What can we do? Or can we? Can we really? Or we just got to let things go with where they go and just live life, you know? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm, that's why I'm just throwing it out there to everybody because everyone else has the answers. I don't have them all, but if we work together, all of us together can certainly come up with some kind of answers. You know, I mean, I, I always thought that. Anyway, putting our minds together, together we stand, divided we fall. So three two zero. You said you did the remonstrance, but it's sealed now because you dealt with heavy, hardcore issues with child trafficking. Um, you know, but, so now where do you go from here? Where do you do? I don't know, Joe. Well, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, look what they do. And, you know, we, we, I'm looking at Paris and I'm saying, look at Paris. Are you kidding me? The people, they're talking about raising the retirement age. There's millions of people in the street. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't get yeah. people on a corner to complain about uh, about anything. Yeah. So that like no, I can we're all slaves. Until, we're all slaves. until until the yeah. American people until the miracle people realize until it hits them hard, they're not gonna do anything. There's no pushback. Yeah, on that point, Peter, if I can interject on, on yes, and, and just to piggyback on you, Peter, because you mentioned it earlier and it can't be reiterated enough. It's those of us who are of like mind on, on the righteous issues on the godly right. issues, the moral issues, the traditional family value issues, the traditional American issues, those of us who are of like mind on those issues, which, again, are those who, by and large, those who voted for Donald J. Trump in 2016 and 2020. And you heard what I said earlier about it. I, I'm, I don't support him now. I've come to the conclusion he's, you know, just, you know, him and Biden are good cop, bad cop for the NWO. They're two wings on the same dirty bird as far as I'm concerned at this point. And again, he's a president 
even if he was the president, he's the president of a democracy corporation. He's not the president of the American people to begin with, and most people just don't know that. But those of us who are of like mind on the issues that Peter addressed earlier, and I'm reiterating now, um, are the ones that need to come together. And like Peter again said earlier, there needs to be pushback. Uh, I've been seeing it. I, I love when, I, when I'm scrolling through TikTok or I'm on BitChute and I see videos of you know, mothers and fathers standing up and, and talking to their school board and having their own 11-year-old child get up reading a book that's some you know, sexual trans you know, uh, perverted book, you know, in grade school um, that they're trying to push on the children. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, walking in, you know, the father will walk in with, you know, a bra and fake tits on and a wig and saying, yeah, I decided to be a woman today. You know, they're, they're mocking them back. There, there is, there's pushback over the last year that's been gradually building, but there needs to be more and more and more people who believe in traditional America, traditional family values, God, the Bible, Christianity, truth, um, that, that, you know, whether, whether they're a Christian or not, if they believe in God, they believe in morals, they believe in traditional family values, especially Christians or people that claim to be Christians need to be pushing back heavy. And they need to be doing it in an organized fashion in groups, in peaceful, organized, lawful fashion in large, large, large groups that needs to be pushed back. Well, you know, Trump calls for these protests nationwide or just in New York City. Was that was that a call for uh, protests nationwide or just New York City was going to be arrested? I forgot about, I forgot on that one. But but he's going to be indicted or whatever. But Peter brought up an excellent point. Those are new callers, new people that are tuning in here in the, on the phone line here. You know, look, if I get into a car accident or if you, you and I have a disagreement or I break your living room window, I pay you cash or hush money or just – it's not hush money or just we settle it between ourselves. Is that a crime? It's not a crime, right? So think about it. Well, that's that's actually a good question. That's a good that's a good question. And and as you know, because the states are sovereign, whether he broke a federal uh, you know uh, uh, law versus a state law, um, you know, is 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 a question in and of itself, um, or even you know a a you know local uh, law. You know, it, it, there's a lot of relativity to that on, you know, the local and the state and the federal jurisdiction. But in fact, obviously, if the man broke a law, because that's what they're saying anyway, this has nothing to do with politics. Um, they're, they're claiming that he actually what I heard was that it's a misdemeanor anyway, is what I heard. So the, the, the reason they're doing it is certainly for political purposes. Again, me not being a fan of the man to begin with, um, they know that the vast majority of Americans not I don't even think the majority anymore. I, I've seen hundreds. I've seen thousands of people jump off the Trump train in the last year or two, you know, over on BitChute, on TikTok, on Facebook, many that are of the same position as me. They used to support him. They don't anymore. So I don't I know for a fact he doesn't have the same uh, base that he had when he when he was voted in 2016. He doesn't have the same base he had in 2020 on, on that election. They, they they've many have abandoned the, the Trump train. Um, I know that well, I see what. it all the time. Well, I'll tell you what, we go with DeSantis, where we'll be in with another George Bush. We go with uh, any of these other clowns. Mike Pence, oh, Lord. You know, uh, well, it, any nothing's going to get any done. Other, any of these yeah. people that are beholden to the New World Order, One World Government regime, which they all seem to be, which, again, is because it's the corporation that they own. It, it, it's a corporation. See, the, the, this is one of the big things, and I'm still in the midst of studying it myself. What I do know 
is that the Supreme Court has ruled that a corporation does not have jurisdiction over a living man or woman of the soil, and that, it, that if the governments are going to choose to act as corporations, they are subject to the same laws and rules and bylaws as a corporation, which a living man or woman is not subject to. So in theory, they have no jurisdiction or control or authority over us, period, anyway. Most people just don't know that, and they're wielding that false, fraudulent authority over the people because they don't know it. And the more people that wake up to that, the harder of a time they're going to have doing it anyway. And that's why there are these movements. You know, some people say, you know understand that it's the sovereign movement or the, or the nationals or the state nationals or you know the national citizens or you know uh, revoking your citizenship or de- making a declaration of status as a living man or woman. There's a lot of different people that have different thoughts on how they're going about it, but nonetheless. There's approximately 15 million Americans over the last several years who have done that, who have put forth an effort to say, wait a minute, this government is not the de jure government of the constitutional republic. This is a corporation that sought to become a corporation that is subject to the corporate bylaws and statutes and rules and regs that a living man or woman is not even subject to. People are waking up to that, so they're starting to take back their, their own individual life. And, and there's efforts being for, put forth now, as you know, uh, 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 Joseph, you know, with Eric Dingus and people like him that are going county to county, getting, you know, prominent people in their counties to say, hey, we need to unincorporate. We need to go back to common law and, and constitutional jurisdiction in, in our county. Obviously, with Richard Mack, there's a lot of sheriffs throughout the United States that have tighten their belts and recognize that they are the sole authority in their county so that sheriffs are starting to step up to say, wait a minute, I can protect my people in my county. Um, And from what I understand from a recent sheriff interview I saw, that once they are in the process of deputizing their people, that the county is no longer um, the border. In other words, they're not confined to just their county when it comes to deputizing. They can deputize anybody. They can deputize any American. So more and more with more and more sheriffs. Yes. And with more and more sheriffs, you know, waking up to that with the work that Richard Mack has been doing for the last couple of years. Look, you know, there's different people out there that have different views and opinions of Richard Mack or David Strait or Eric Dinges, you know, you know, you know, different people have different opinions and views. Great. But the gist of it is what it is. Right. God given unalienable rights, a moral standing, standing with God standing with family, standing with one another because we're united and like-minded on these issues and knowing that there's a constitution and the constitution says what it means and means what it says and that there is common law. It all starts with the Bible, with canon law and, and, and you know, Mosaic law, the Ten Commandments, the laws of God Almighty and common law and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. Those things are the obstacle for the New World Order, One World Government agenda. So all of us who have like mind on those things, which is everybody that voted for Donald J. Trump, um, the people are right. Just most of them don't recognize that he was just you know, being used um, as a tool to get them identified. He was used. I mean, what president did rallies every frickin' month for four years, right? He's the only one that's ever done that because that was what he was commissioned to do to identify those who are the enemy of the New World Order, One World Government agenda. And he accomplished that because right now, look, look at the division is greater now than it's ever been. And the ones that are on center to right, 
the ones that were the Trump supporters, are pretty much um, like so much of us are saying on this phone call. Like you're saying, Joe, well, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You know, uh, <laughs> Peter hit it. Get right with God first and foremost. And this world's a sinking ship. You know, I mean, and Peter's right. I mean, Peter, what, what, uh, give me the verse if I forgot it, Peter, but I believe it's Second Peter. This world is, uh, you know, reserved unto fire, you know, um, for the godless. You know, it's reserved unto fire, um, just as, you know, the days of Noah was reserved unto water. Um, in the last days, it says the earth is reserved unto fire, um, you know, uh, for the judgment of the wicked. Those who reject the creator, Lord God Almighty, those who reject his son, those who reject his grace, those who reject, um, you know, the, 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 the reality that it's like I always say, I, I put out TikToks all the time because I see all these TikToks with people saying, prove to me there's a God. They're all doing their lives. Prove there's a God. Show me there's a God. I'm an atheist. I'm, and I always say anybody and everybody out there who claims to not believe in God or they claim to be an atheist or agnostic, it's because they don't want to believe in God because they don't want to be subject to the moral standards of God. See, the creator created life and the creator has a standard for life that he created, right? So obviously there are people that want nothing to do with God's standard for his creation, right? So they reject God. They don't want nothing to do with God. They want to live their life however they want to live it with no morals, no purpose no no values no you know it's just anything goes at what if it feels good do it um and and succumb to all this media push you know uh political correctness and transsexualism and transgenderism and you know you're 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 a racist and you're a homophobe and you're a bigot if you don't agree with our leftist liberal progressive agenda right they, so they're intimidated Bianchi put in the chat room, check out Article 5 on treaties. I don't know what he's trying to get at there. Uh, I don't know what he's trying to wish, wish he'd call in. and uh, He just put that in the chat room. I don't know what that means. Uh, you know, as far as, you know, the treaties go, I mean, look, man, this has been a battle up and down for a lot, all of us. Our, you know, your head is spinning. And I just want a final answer What to, in what way we're going. You know, what, 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 what do we got to do? What has to be done? You know, we got to wait, 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 wait. And with the Republic people that I had on, yeah, the million predictions I'd get, you know, 50% of them come true because, you know, uh, because I, I, it's just it's just insane. Now, look what's happened in the past few years. You know, we're getting close, we're getting close, and nothing happens. Nobody's gonna be, nothing's going to be restored. The Republic's not going to be restored until when? 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 Or is the Republic restored? You've got people saying it's been restored. <laughs> you know, and we've got our common law. Where, where's my common law courts? There ain't no common law courts in this country. Where are they? You know, until um, corruption, you know, the best thing you can do is fight and stand up against it locally, I guess. Do what I'm doing, run in my local area, call for patriots around the country to help you out when they can. You know, stick the guys around your social media. And uh, put, try to spread the truth and keep the truth out there and obey as you can and, and, uh, and, and, and hang around with like-minded people the best, best way you can. And, and just stop being parents that someone's an FBI agent because cause at the end of the day, who can you trust anyway? You know, who knows? So, I mean, I, I mean, trust God, I guess. I mean, so what's, 
again, you know, Mike, you know, you started out with your, your forum there, your platform, all your videos, the militia and everything, and you got frustrated because, you know, you didn't see the numbers appearing like you should. A lot of the patriots out there are not going to get on the Internet, the ones out there that are really deeply involved, uh, that, that are working behind the scenes. I know that for a fact. I've dealt with these people. I'm not going to give out names. I'm not going to even ask them to come on these podcasts. But there are people out there that do work underground that are really doing the things that they we think that are conspiracy theories. But, you know, those are things that just can't be talked about at certain times. You know, and that's what – like you just said earlier, we're the, those are the ones that are standing in the way of the world order. But they're dying out. Slowly but surely, the, the noose is becoming tighter and tighter and tighter. And, and, and it, you just, you know, and people are, are starting to you know, reach out now a little bit more to pull more people into their circles. And this is where the danger comes. You got to be careful. So talking about great and being aware and awake is good and trying to wake other people up. But will it make you happier as a person? That is up to you. Uh, I know it's made me miserable at times, you know, before you know it, you're starting to look under every rock for a mason, you know, so you can be careful. So, Peter, uh, we'll get ready here to start wrapping up closing thoughts for everybody on the podcast here. Uh, Peter, I'll, I'll go ahead. And, you want some thoughts on this? I know you and I talk about it a lot. Peter, I know he's still there. Well, he was there. Peter, okay. All right, well, Sarah. But, uh, something you want to add here before we start getting ready to wrap up the podcast? Oh, it's a good good podcast. Yeah, uh, just real quick, how you been doing though? How you been doing? Are you still out there in the same state? I don't, I'm not going to say where you are because I don't know if you want me to or not. But uh, yeah. are you still out there in the same state? <laughs> How'd you make out with yeah, your truck? Remember they, they confisc- Remember when they confiscated your truck? How'd you make out with that? Yeah, I lost it. I didn't. I didn't follow through because I got to. I got everything done until then the filing fees came up, and when I went to go file it, I didn't have the filing fees. And then um, Belinda was gave me the stuff that I was supposed to figure out how to, because you're not. We shouldn't have to pay filing fees, and I kind of just got busy with something else, and yeah, I lost it. Wow, too. that's kind of dumb of me. Well, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. I, just, I remember that night. We were <laughs> we were all. <laughs> All on the call that night. I remember she got her truck confiscated. Yeah, truck confiscated. Isn't that terrible? Yep. Terrible. Yeah. My bad. I didn't finish. I didn't follow through. That's that's the problem with all the paperwork. You got to do this when you do that kind of stuff. Is you got to follow through. The filing fees, and I know there's a way to not have to pay for them, but I just didn't know how to go about it. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, So. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I can't. I can't imagine living up there in Minnesota with that weather. I couldn't, couldn't stand that weather. Oh my it's goodness! It's cold. It's freaking cold. So bad right now. It's cold. I went outside for a little bit today, and I was like, "No, I'm going back in. It's cold. It's probably colder than where Jamie's at." Oh God. Yeah, yeah, Jamie. You want to just say something here at the end? Well, she was there. Everybody's listening. I think on speakerphone. Can you, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah when, you're, when you're calling for those people, make sure they're not muted uh, uh, because they might yeah, be yeah, muted and yeah. not know they're muted. Yeah, well, uh, anything real quick you want to add here? Uh, and, uh, anyone else who wants to jump in the po- uh, podcast here in the forum here before we wrap it up? Uh, you you got to do is press 1 on your telephone, and I will connect you live. Uh, Trump's call for nationwide protests. What does that mean to you? But, Jamie, go ahead. Your head held high. Keep your patriotism and pray. Just pray. 
Have faith. That's the first most thing. Yep. Amen. Never consent. And, and I see the trolls have come in. And do not consent. Now. Yes, Joe. Do not consent. All right. That's but, the but second most thing. <laughs> Well, you can say, yeah, but if you say I don't consent, they electrocute you and drag you off and put you in a concrete box. What are you going to do then? Well, I guess that's God's will because I will <laughs> never go. back down. Right on, sister. <laughs> All right. Let me go to 909 here, a new caller here. 909. Go ahead. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing all right. Hey, I heard your uh, your dad passed away. Yeah, correct. Uh, sorry, bro. My condolences. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. He was a good guy, man. I remember his voice, deep voice, radio voice, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Well, well thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, real, real, real quick, well, what do you think about You broke up. I can't hear you, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah, there you go. Joe. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. I hear other people. I don't hear Joe. Joe. Joe's there. Yes, Yes, he's there. Yes, you're there. There you go. Yeah, uh, what was the question? Uh, I said, how do you feel about the Donald Trump calling for nationwide protest theory? How do you feel about him being arrested in the Stormy Daniels case? Oh, man, are you serious? They're doing that that crap again? Yeah, they're going to arrest him this week on uh, Wednesday. It's all, it's all uh, just for, we call it, uh, to make the sheep think that, oh, he's going to go to jail, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he's going to jail, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think he's going to go to jail, but I think they may arrest him, though. But we got the people in the chat room, though. You know, we got the nice, nice mouth. Uh, uh, you know, you guys are real, real good there. Uh, uh, you know, just uh, in the chat room there. Just real, real, real bright and intelligent guys. You really are. I, 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 Jamie, I swear you must attract a lot of these people because uh, they haven't been here for a while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Anyway, Peter, you are you there? You, want, you, got, you got something you want to add here at the end before I get the mic? Peter was there. I don't know where he went. All right. Maybe it's Peter in the chat room. I don't know. Mike, go ahead. You want to give some closing thoughts here before we get ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah, I have a thought. Um, Peter, check your own phone and make sure you're not muted on your own phone as well. Sometimes we do that and don't realize it. Um, but, yeah, Joe, um, and for, for all the listeners and everybody that's on with us, Again, Joe, please, um, if you haven't done it yet, I don't think yet because I haven't seen the numbers go up that much on the video, but I, I just sent out a video last week um, where I did a compilation of all the different doctors and military persons and politicians who flat out state that the, the COVID vaccine is, in fact, a bioweapon. Um, it, it's, it's, it's the epitome of, of It's the best of the best information that I could put together. I spent three days putting it together. Um, There's a a long version and a short version. The long version is two hours, and that includes about an hour's worth of clips from the documentary Died Suddenly. So if you already 
uh, if you didn't see Died Suddenly, watch the two-hour version. If you already saw Died Suddenly, you could just watch the hour version. But within an hour, it's just nothing but back-to-back um, good, solid um, evidence from multiple doctors, PhDs, um, military persons, that the COVID vaccine is a depopulation um, weapon. And people, you know, there's a lot of people that are completely unaware still of a lot of things. So I, I implore you, Joe, if I asked you to send it out to your email. I did. I, 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 I did I, email it out. I did email it out. I emailed it out. Right. Uh, you can ask. Okay. ask couple, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great. Please email it out again. And, and anybody else out there, um, it's the top video at thebigvirushoax.com. The Big Virus Hoax is the T-H-E, big, B-I-G, virus, V-I-R-U-S, hoax, H-O-A-X, thebigvirushoax.com. And I made it um, to be the top video um, on, the, on the website. Um, the, the top, top video might be a YouTube video where they're just, it's a news clip. They're talking about the, uh, you know, the VAX uh, statistics. But you'll see it says underneath there's five watch options. I uploaded it to BitChute, Brideon, Odyssey, Rumble, and YouTube. Um, so okay. there's five watch options on the long version and the short version. Um, I really implore everybody to, to you know, watch the video, uh, you know, get the share link, um, text it to your friends, email it to everybody, because it's probably the most vital, important video anybody could watch at this point to know the, the fact that um, they are in it, – it, it's, it's probably the, the pinnacle of, of evidence and indication that, in fact, this whole pandemic is not just a pandemic based on false narratives about viruses, but that it's literally to get people to conform and submit to getting vaccinated because yeah. they are, in fact, using um, vaccines that have been killing already millions of people worldwide have died from the vaccine. That's a fact that could be proven. The statistics are, are there. They're included in the video. Um, it's just a great uh, bit of information. And, and if you sent it out, I appreciate it, Joe. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I did encourage... send it out. But, you, you know, and, and, yeah, but you gave out your website. Again, you go to, yeah. go to your, his website. Go ahead, go ahead Jamie. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll share it worldwide. Please, yes. It's, it's, um, in fact, um, are you on uh, – did you get an email I'm on with everything. it? I'm on did everything. You, did, you get an, did you get an email from Joe? No, but I will. You got no. Okay. You can tell where I put it on social media, correct? Uh, you, I put it on the, in the group. I put, matter of fact, I posted it into your group, one of your groups too. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, I'll, okay, I'll okay. okay. What's your, right. <laughs> what is your name, Jen? Well, I don't know. You want? To, I don't know if she wants to remain anonymous or not. So. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, you don't have to say your name. But but if you it's, would, it's wake um, up. It's wake up on on Facebook. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. Okay. And Wake up. It, what what picture will I see? You'll you'll see a big smiley face. Yeah, smiley okay. face. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll go to your I'll go to your Facebook um, from a few different Facebooks because I know right now they're blocking everything I post on Facebook. Today I just saw on one of my Facebooks it said only you can see this. So I'll I'll yep. message it and I'll put it in your wall. Hopefully you'll get it and I'll, and I'll put the. Uh, um, I'll drag and paste across the entire email that has 
the links to all the different versions. Yeah, because I posted yeah. it on and my Facebook. I posted it on my Facebook, and uh, I put it in the groups, too. So uh, Yeah, and I'll get it into Discord, and that'll get it worldwide. Put it, don't right. put it in the awesome. Discord, you said? No, I will put it into Discord. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I don't go on Discord too much anymore because of the Fruit Loops that are on there, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I know, I know, but there's a lot of Fruit Loops on there, let me tell you. Uh, Peter, Peter's back. You go on? ahead, Peter. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got kicked out. You know, the thing, sometimes there's divine intervention. And I saw a call come in from Tulare, California, and I said, you know, this might be my grandson. And when I called, it was a person named Julian Ephraim. And I said to him, I said, uh, can I help you? And they said, uh, well, we, I, I saw this number. It was the wrong number. I dialed the wrong number. And I said, oh. I said, well, you reached a pastor out here in Connecticut. And the girl got on. She was a Christian girl and started telling me about her brother was on dialysis. And, you know, the conversation went to the Lord. And that's where we were for a few minutes. And I said, well, it's a divine intervention, you know. Yeah, well, speaking of divine intervention here, uh, what's your closing thoughts here at the end here? And uh, and uh, and you got my email about the uh, virus. There's a big the uh, uh, remember how we got that discussion about uh, the COVID. You know, there's no such thing as a virus. You got my email on that, right? With the videos. Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, well, I was like, not a long time ago. It was a couple of days ago. If <laughs> you consider that a long time ago. <laughs> well. You know, when you're you're in the office and you're you're doing so much and so many things going on, the medical things and all that, and you know, yeah. sometimes you, you lose track of time. You no, know, it was about three, it was about two three days ago, I think I sent it to you. About two three days ago. But Mike, I, I did send it out though, Mike. I did send it out, okay? <laughs> yes, I I got it. I saw the uh, also the video on uh, on the UFOs. And, uh, and if, 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 if for your for your listening audience, if they've never read it. Uh, Petras Romanus, right, by Putnam and Horn, and uh, or and Thomas Horn, and also Ex Exo Vaticanus. You get a hold of those two books, and you'll you'll learn something about that UFO conspiracy, and and the deal about that, and how that rolls into Catholicism. But anyway, well, this is just in right now. This is what what I got from somebody. Trump's going to turn himself in Wednesday uh, to the Manhattan in Manhattan. Um, and uh, see, uh, and with the secret service, so he play, he'll be placed in handcuffs and maybe even put in, in jail for a little while. I doubt that, but that's what they're saying. Uh, this has never happened in the 240-plus years history of the United States but I've said that a former president. This never happened at all for a good reason, you know, so uh, it, it's, well, it's, it's well, a, why, a crime. Well, why didn't they get Bill Clinton when he was having sex in the Oval Office? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A degrade and disgrace the country and the nation and every citizen of this country. With his crooked finger, I didn't have sex with that woman. Well, this is a this is a DA DA that is funded by George Soros. You know, he's an open New World Order globalist, and uh, they are intending as early as Tuesday to issue the indictment. So they're going to issue the indictment and arrest warrant for President Trump on Tuesday. Uh, and uh, he will have to. Tra- he will turn himself in Wednesday, Thursday, the latest. So that's what you will. You, mark my words. This will happen this week. So that's what I got right now. Can I say something? So, yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. I'm gonna say fuck George Soros. Fuck that dude, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, George Soros is a criminal. You're right. He is a criminal. He's a concrete box. Yeah. 
he needs to be in a concrete box. You're right about that. But it's a shame. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you just can't believe it. But, Peter, anything else you want to add here real quick? You want to wrap us up, uh, wrap it up here? And uh, anything else anybody wants to add here? Now's the time. Press 1 now. Uh, see I, a couple I, people just here. Quickly, real quickly, I'm trying to, to find – I'm on Facebook trying to find the wake-up, and I don't see a smiley face. Um, go to my I'm friend. Go to, to well, you know where I'm at on there, right? Well, I mean, I'm trying to find the wake-up that we were just talking about. Uh, if I can get some more information, like um, wake up, wake up, wake up. Uh, there so she's, one on, word, two words? she's on there. She's on there. I mean, uh, I don't know how. I it's could probably email it to you. It's W for wake and or capital W for wake and capital up. U. And you got wake up, get up, stand up, right? Like yeah. You Sarah's got hey, that one, but I thought just wake up. Okay. It, the one I see has uh, in the circle wake up in black ink. It has no, a it's not that one. It's not. It says 151,000 followers. It's nice. wake up. It's got a, a smiley face, and it says, how do we start? Yeah, I mean, you can't miss it. Just t- wake wake up. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's there. I'm looking at it too. I mean, I mean, I can is email it. Is it like one of those orange? Is it one of those like yellow smiley faces? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. It's not coming oh, up Lord. for me. I you don't know it? how you can't. Get, I can't know how you guys go to my Facebook page and look at my group. She's in my group. <laughs> this is you know? Facebook, right? Facebook. Yeah, go 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 to Joseph Gibson petitioning the people for U.S. Congress, and you'll see her in my group. So you know she's in my groups. She forwards everything. I I I you know that's what I'm saying. We we like to you know to keep the po- the uh, the con- you know keep the social media together, and, and we could build a, the network here of, of of voices that can you know and and, and yeah. people out there can Joseph get Gibson. the stories out there. You know, Joseph she's in my group. What's the group? Joseph Gibson III petitioning the people for U.S. Congress for our state, North Carolina. I'm, I know I'm on. I know if you Google that, I know I come up on Google. So I believe she's in Google. What's that? Is uh, Peter Ventura there? He's on the line. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask him if you ever heard of uh, the Eye of Lucifer. Say that again. The Eyes of what? It's called the Eye of Lucifer. It's owned by uh, the Catholic, uh, uh, we call it uh, the Vatican. Uh, I'm not familiar with it, but I have heard uh, of it. Also, Lucius Trust. Uh, that's yeah, in Washington, D.C. It's uh, with that one with that guy that did the uh, Vaticana uh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the they bought some land uh, up in Arizona, hot I believe, and uh, and right, that's where they right. bought the thing to have the eye of Lucifer there. Yes. Yes. You're right. That's that's it. Oh, that's what I was speaking about. But there's two books. They yeah, call okay. it Sexus Romanus and Exo Vaticanus that, that uh, explains it 
uh, right to the T. All right. You know, and and the people are going to be surprised. You know, they're blaming the Jews and they're blaming these and that. But you know what they're going to be surprised about? If you've never read the Alberto story, go to Chick Chick Publication in Alto, California, and look uh, and go onto the website Chick Publication and get a hold of the Alberto story. And uh, when you read the Alberto story, he was a Jesuit and he's laid it out. He's got his ID, his credentials, and he tells us. And he tells Mike, the whole story. did you find it? Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna email it to you. Her 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 Facebook. And so um, people I might have found people. it. Is it like uh, is the is the smiley face like one of those like memes? Like like it's a yes, funny. Yes. Yes. But hang on, I'm gonna email you it right now. I'm gonna email it to you right now. I'll label the email podcast there. I'm gonna send it to Mike Singer email. There you go. That's her. That's the Facebook group right there. I mean, that's her face. That's her uh, meme right there. So I just emailed you the link. So you got it. So all right, guys. Well, I guess we're ready. We get ready to wrap it up, man. I mean, it was a good podcast. Uh, we got the uh, uh, couple Fruit Loops there that came on there uh, in the chat room there. But other than that, uh, hey, it was a good show. Uh, a call to action here for the people. A call to action to you know what? Be careful. Do the right thing. We know we're standing up for what's right. All of us are. We're trying to do the best we can, and we're trying to wake people up. We talk about the important issues that are facing us every single day. And, uh, some, you know, look, uh, Mike, sorry about your friend there that, uh, that where the rifle fell down. He sh- what happened? He shot himself? Or, uh, yeah, how'd yeah. That, thanks, thanks, you know? thanks to everybody for the prayers for him. That's a Yeah, that's thing. sad. That's sad. Um, so uh, I don't know what I should play here to wrap it up there on that note. Uh uh, I've got the same intros basically. I got to come up with some new intros, maybe. I don't know what what, got, what I should play here at the end. Well, well, how about you, Jamie? You haven't been on here in a while. What do you like that I usually play? What do you like? No, anything? Anything? <laughs> anything? Uh, how about how about Ronald Reagan? You want the Ronald Reagan one? Okay. All right. Peter <laughs> likes the Peter likes the Ronald Reagan one. So let's see I, if I, I got to say this before you go. I yeah. was saying before. That keep your eyes on the Jesuits. Keep, keep keep your eyes on the Jesuits. Okay. All right. Here and goes Ronald Reagan, everybody. Homeschool yep. your children. Okay. Homeschool your children. There you go. That's Ronald right. Reagan. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know, 
and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shotters around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material competitions. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. make this an absolute fact. The goal is world peace. That must be our prime responsibility. We are the leader of the free world whether we want to be or not, and therefore we are the only ones that can preserve the peace. And to do that we Defeated the beast's only rival 